Welcome to That Guy's a Maniac, the podcast. This is episode 22. 22. That's mental. Um, we are the podcast, the podcast that tells you about... Getting really... Can I just... Can we just yeah. pause the podcast? Yeah. I'm doing really well so far, I think. How about you? Yeah, progress report is pretty bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> Gonna I'm going to start from the top again. Um, oh, you should have kept it in. Uh, I, I did keep it in. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll just pause it okay. for a second. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go. <clears throat> Welcome to That Guy's a Maniac, the podcast. This is episode 22. Your host as ever is myself, Richie. And also with me, I have my beautiful assistant, Farley, a.k.a. Kunzi11. Say hello, Farley. Hello. We are the duo behind the website www.thatguys.co.uk. We also have many social media feeds which you can follow us on or indeed send us DMs. Um, <laughs> I think probably Farley has far too many DMs, um, but there we go. And. Um, yeah, you can find us on at that guy's a maniac. Tell me, how do we keep this podcast alive? Well, with the rich technical setup, uh, studios that we record, the army of researchers that worked for us, we uh, we couldn't do this without some financial support, Richie, especially in these trying times. Uh, so this podcast is sponsored this week by Candy's Save Point. Candy's Save Point for all your saving needs. Uh, that's Candy Save Point. Thank you, Candy Save Point. Yeah, big thank you to Candy Save Point. Um, okay. <laughs> independent, independent business owner, independent female business owner, Candy Kong. As uh, so it's important to support local uh, business, independent business, okay. uh, and we thank that they support us too. Yeah, idiots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so tell me what we're going to be talking about today, Farley. Well, uh, Richie, as you know, and hopefully as listeners to the podcast know, I don't know, why are we doing silly voices? I um, don't know, I, I tried doing the professional <laughs> voice for, welcome to That Guy's a Maniac, the podcast, well, as well, if I was like a DJ know. in the 90s. Hey, yeah, pop yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, I'm a big fan, not just of the thinking and talking about the games that we like to play, but also the, the kind of, um, I guess if you're being super wanky about it, the ethnography of games, right? So, so not just talking about, oh yeah, I played this game and I liked it, but you know, uh, this game reminds me of this time period or like this console, or um, I was just listening to our 1996 episode and, and, you know, all the music and stuff that was going on at the time. Uh, and when we were discussing what to talk about in the last podcast, I kind of fell into a, a bit of a Donkey Kong hole, if you like. It's a weird thing to say. Um, <laughs> largely prompted by uh, Donkey Kong Country hitting the um, SNES Virtual Console on the Nintendo Switch um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and so I kind of jumped on. It had been a while since I, uh, I was a bit shocked. It had been a while since I'd uh, logged into the SNES app 
on the Switch. And so there were like nine games that I hadn't... Um, Is you know... Mario RPG one of them yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's not. It's not one of them yet. That, that, however, as we discussed, is on the SNES Mini, which you then like. Nah, I'm not that bothered actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's my favourite game. When are they going to fucking release it? I was like, oh, it's on the SNES Mini. Yeah. Well, now that it's available. Nah, not that bothered. I don't need um, another peripheral under my TV. <laughs> I got that stupid Commodore 64 thing one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, oh dear. So yeah, that, so that popped up, and I have good memories of Donkey Kong Country. Um, so back when uh, I was a sprog, a young lad, uh, there were a couple of other lads that we used to hang out with, and um, early on we started hanging out to play things like Warhammer. So we'd all bundle around someone's house and set up our little figures and play for weekends, and then. After a certain time, that slowly got replaced by sitting around playing games. And so that's my earliest memories of the SNES. Um, and you know how... Uh, what do we call them? You know, conservatory kings. You know, you know before, oh, we're all, God. <laughs> before we were all connected <laughs> to, to what's going on. And, and you know, yeah. now, now, you, now you can barely miss a big game release by the, you know, the fallout or the people who are angry before games even come out. <laughs> um, back then, True. back then you had none of that, uh, and so you know, we played hours of Clay Fighter, um, and it, you know it wasn't until much later that I was like, well, right, actually, Clay Fighter is not a very good game, but we liked it. We spent hours on it. Uh, Street Fighter, Star Fox, uh, and then Donkey Kong Country was one of the other ones that we played. So I've got a lot of nostalgia. You know, it takes me back to hanging around people's houses and taking it in turns to to play Donkey Kong and getting stuck on, on certain missions. Um, and then that kind of, yeah, that kind of inspired me to to then be like, oh, I'm going to pick up some other stuff. So uh, how, how much Donkey Kong have you ever played? What interesting? Uh, I played the old uh, 2D arcade one where he chucks the... the barrels down at Mario or Jumpman, oh, yeah. as he was then. And um, I think I had a little go at um, Donkey Kong Country when it came out in the SNES and I was just like, ugh, this is rubbish. And I haven't touched it since. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it just seemed like a poor man's Mario to me, you know? A poor man's Mario. Well, this is one of the things. Is, is, uh, so, um, I love the characters. Uh, probably one of the the reasons that I periodically get excited about the series is the the music. So the music's from the first, from the arcade game is, um, I'm going to try and not say phenomenal because I say phenomenal a lot. Um, fantastic. Just you just fantastic said it lot. twice by <laughs> hanging uh, a lampshade on it. Lampshade. The music, the, music hanging, the music is very good. Um, <laughs> it's pheno- The music's phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I, I really like the, the kind of attention to detail in that the you know the limited I don't know if the arcade machine had it but the limited um, music that could be made on the NES they still kind of reuse those um, those tunes uh, all the way through um, and you kind of find them popping up uh, I mean the, the soundtrack for Don Kong Country was, was just ridiculously good not only from the you know kind of jungle themed 
songs, uh, things like DK Rap, which is uh, there's kind of lots of memes about, but also you know the uh, the uh, sticker brush symphony, and then the kind of trancey underwater uh, underwater music. So uh, lots of remixes and YouTube videos of the the Donkey Kong music. Um, but despite that, um, I'm not very good at <laughs> any of the Donkey Kong games, I think. Uh, and so this is what I found out. Uh, uh, so I put on Donkey Kong Country. That was that was okay, but it's quite hard. Uh, and then it reminded me that I picked up Donkey Kong Country Returns for the Wii, um, but hadn't finished it. Um, so I boot up my... I think that came out in 2010, um, which is kind of scary when... You know when you, you kind of put a game to a side... And you think, oh, I'll come back to that. Um, but then you actually look at... Uh, How long you've... And... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I've, I've had the same thoughts as well. I like... Because of my weird um, fixation of having to do things in order that I've kind of got rid of, um, I have left a lot of games in the past um, and thought, right, okay, when can I pick this up? What game do I need to play in order to let me play this new version? And it turns out it's from 2006 and it was on 360, you know, like, oh, okay. <laughs> I have to go yeah. back a long time and different systems in order to allow myself to play the new version of this game. But yeah, because yeah, they, they, um, they keep porting Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. I think it came out on the Wii U, ported to the 3DS, and I think it's I think it's out on Switch. Um, and so to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like... Donkey Kong games. The music's probably good. And then <laughs> look, I was like, oh, oh, but I have to finish Donkey Kong Country Returns. I don't have, but you know, mentally, I have to finish Donkey Kong Country Returns first. Um, and yeah, it's you know that save game from 2011. <laughs> Six, seven, nine, yeah, nine year, nine year gap. So I, I picked it up. I was on level three. It's a minecart level, and it's just really fucking hard. I imagine uh, it was easy. I can already. I haven't played it, but the fact that yeah. it's a minecart level, I can already yeah. see what it is, and it's just about knowing the that you have to switch the switch at this particular time to jump off and get onto a ledge at another thing. I can already see it in my mind. Yeah, it's, am I right? <laughs> uh, yes, it's not. It's not a classic Donkey Kong minecart level, or maybe maybe it transitions into one. I don't know. Uh, but with this one, it starts you. Um, there's a bunch of moles and they've got a whole bunch of bananas in a train of um, minecarts, of course. Uh, and so you, in the initial part of the level, you and Diddy Kong are on a minecart that's following this small train of five minecarts. Uh, and then a mole will pop up and throw a pickaxe at you, but it throws the pickaxe at two heights. So there's one height where you can jump over it, one height where you can duck under it. Um, but everything's kind of moving at speed. Uh, and so you do you kind of avoid the pickaxes and then your cart catches up and then you have to jump on moles as they pop out the bananas but you can't jump on the moles they're popping out because they come out towards <laughs> us and then i've got so i've got through to the second phase of that where he starts throwing bombs as well as pickaxes uh and um yeah it's i'm just not very good at it and it's very difficult uh i think what also makes it difficult is uh they gave uh Donkey Kong, an expanded moveset, a lot of which rely on you shaking the Wiimote. Okay. 
Um, and and that's know. super accurate, isn't it? You know, just well, for those clutch moments. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's fine because it just registers that you're shaking it. So if you're running and you shake it, you do a roll, and you need to do a roll a lot. Okay. There are certain jumps you're going to make the roll. Um, but then if you hold down and shake it, I think he does like an air blowing move. So there's things hidden in the background which you, which you kind of blow. Um, so I think it's one of those things where maybe if I was playing back in 2010 and holding a Wiimote sideways and shaking it every now and then whilst you're also pressing buttons would have been far more natural. But um, now it just feels really awkward. So you're trying to make all these really finely, you know, finely tuned uh fast-paced movements and it's 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 like holding it i don't know it feels like holding a brick in your hand um yeah 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 that that was definitely a gripe that i had with the wii at the time it's just like look at all of these cool controls and then it's just like why do i have to wave it in the air in order for me to do a thing i remember being pissed off about mario kart um because like one of the control methods for that was in order to do like um mid-air speed boosts or tricks yeah. or whatever you had to wiggle you know the the, the Wiimote and it would sometimes you know um, actually register it or at the times where you had to like it was really tense and you had to get it you would wiggle yeah. it so much that you would like lose control of you of, of the buttons you were pressing and then so you would land and you'd have to sort of reset and get your hands back in the right place and it's just like Oh, why, why, why make that mechanic? There was a, like, I think you could change the controls, but it's like, when you go around yeah. to your mate's house and you're sort of saying, I want to play Mario Kart, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Can we go in and um, change the setup for the controls? Because I don't like the, the wiggly thing. Um, it is a bit it's, of a... It's interesting you know. that a Mario Kart player of your caliber used to struggle with things like that. So I thought you were international world champion. In I am Billy Mario Big Kart Balls. Kart. I'm not... I'm okay. Fucking... I'm telling you right now, there is another way to um, do those tricks. You have to reset the controller. Okay. I would never play okay. like like a casual noob, you know? So you put on easy mode? No, no. Strange. I put it on proper mode. Fucking wiggling yeah. the joypad is for five-year-olds the, or your parents. It's the purest It's the purest way of playing it. No. Oh, wow. Absolutely not the purest way. That is, it's a bastardized fake way of playing it. The purest way of playing it, we all know, is on the GameCube controllers. Hey, well, the pauper king of Mario Kart live on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, move on. Yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I agree. And uh, again, I think it's jarring to go, jarring to go back to. It just doesn't feel like a natural thing to do. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to. And, and exactly as you say, you. You know, then your then your fingers are sliding off the buttons, or or you've got that second delay, and when you've got pickaxes flying at you, it's not good enough. So uh, I kind of flunked out of that level after going through all my lives a couple of times and getting the embarrassing, um, you know, oh it looks like you're struggling, cranky computer, a bunch <laughs> of balloons on the title screen, um, as was the way with Wii platforms at the time. Uh, character pops up at the beginning of the levels. Like, are you sure you don't need Super Guide on? Or, Fucking need super guy done. Um, so, so I flunked out of the level, <laughs> uh, and then went back to the past, past three levels to see, you know, like uh, how well have I done? Um, and again, it just feels unnecessary. I guess it's because I was just playing the SNES version. Um, but there's just so much to do. So not only uh, like 
the SNES Donkey Kong Country. Um, you have to find the K-O-N-G letters hidden around the level. So, you know, they're, they're, some of them are obvious, some of them are tricky jumps, some of them are hidden in a pitfall, hidden in a wall you have to break, uh, or you you know you have to collect all the bananas in this area and then you get a piece. Um, so there's Kong to spell, and then there's uh, a bunch of puzzle pieces hidden around at each level. Um, so, and they're kind of more hidden than the letters. And some of them are really hidden that you have to do really weird things all oh, right, against okay, puzzle piece there, including some bonus rooms which are quite hard. You know, you have uh, a minute to collect all the bananas, and they're whizzing around in a circle, and you're on trampolines which are moving left or right. And yeah, there's one that you can't get, and you're seeing the timer run out, and you go, oh, "Okay, so I'm not going to get this fucking puzzle piece on this run." And then there's a time challenge mode. <laughs> so I was going back through the levels, and I've done none of those things for any like the first level. I think I had. First couple of levels I had Kong for, but no, you know, one or two puzzle pieces. Um, so yeah, so, so that prompted me. Yeah, go on. Take take me back to 2011 Farley playing his Wii, yeah. wherever he may have been studying or actually working. Um, thinking, I'm playing through this game. Why didn't you do those time trials? I I can I can tell you exactly why I didn't do those. I think. <laughs> I'd obviously got so frustrated doing it. You know, you know how you flip flop. It's uh, a good game, the Lego games. Um, so you know how it's going to pan out, right? So, like, so, so normally with a Lego game, is you go through the story and you have fixed characters, and there's just shit you cannot get. So you'll see, you know, uh, a glowing red wall. Um, which can only be used by a Sith character in the Lego yeah, style. Or, or you'll see somebody behind a wall that you, has to yeah. be mind-controlled, but you yeah. don't have a mind-controlled character. Yeah. yeah, and at the time you're playing through, you do not have that character. So the sensible, time-efficient thing to do is, I'm going to have to come back and do all these levels again, um, but I'll have you know a wider range of characters to do it, and some of this shit will be easier. So just burn through the story to unlock all the story characters and some money and then come back and do it but then inevitably you end up like no you know i'll try i'm quite close to getting um you know collecting the studs that you need to get the whatever it is jedi master or true avenger uh so i'll do that so very much in that same vein of of playing efficiently i think i was like okay i'm not gonna get all these things hit the credits first so that um you know, I can go onto my backloggery and say I've beaten the game and then go back through, probably with a guide, to be honest, because, you know, fuck, looking at 13 different things and doing a time limit. Um, hoover up all those collectibles systematically to get to eventually get the gold. So I'd clearly, nine years ago, given up on that. Um, because <laughs> there's nothing, <laughs> like, nothing on these levels. You know, when you hover over the level, you've got three little icons and they were all just empty um uh, yeah so so i don't know i've kind of given up uh, given up uh, twice on that um even though it's a very good game i heard that tropical freeze a lot of people didn't like tropical freeze um even though essentially it's just a sequel to sunk on country terms um but i've not i've not touched that um but that got me thinking about other donkey kong games um so uh, obviously you've got Donkey Kong in Mario Kart and Smash Brothers. Um, 
it has these you know donkey the donkey kong themed levels the smash levels on donkey kong are quite cool you get um, donkey konga as well yeah donkey konga which i didn't uh didn't play uh i think i only ever played donkey kong country one and not the many different versions afterwards i think it was three after that all right um, and some of them went onto the Game Boy as well. Uh, I did have probably one of the earliest games I ever played was Donkey Kong Jr. on the Game and Watch, um, and okay. I picked that up. I picked that up on the 3DS um, when they released them because initially, oh, do you remember what's it called? The Nintendo Stars catalog. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you get a game, and in the game it'd be a little voucher. Actually, let's talk about this because it's very, very <laughs> recent. So N- Nintendo's account systems are just ridiculous. Um, and they're awful, absolutely awful. I don't even know so... which one I'm even signing into anymore. I know, I know. And so yesterday, the uh, uh, saw a tweet from Nintendo Europe. So occasionally they give away free stuff, right? So if you've got enough. And this is this is on the new system, so they scotched the Stars catalog stuff, and then they turned it into a Nintendo Home. Well, let's not get uh, ahead of ourselves. Let's talk about what yeah. the Stars catalog was. Okay, so the Stars catalog. When you bought a, a DS, Wii game inside the game case, um, or if you did it digitally, I think it was automatically going to account. You get a little piece of paper with a scratch off code. Scratch off that code. Go to the website, type in the code, uh, then you then you'd have to fill out a survey about the game. So, uh, who was it who bought the game? How old are you? How many people in the game? Played? Yeah, over and over and over again for every yeah, single so version. Every single game. And, and basically, just... the stars get credited to your account as a kind of Nintendo currency. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then um, you could redeem those stars for things a lot of times they're physical things i don't think they i don't think in the stars catalog you could get uh vouchers off of games i'm not too sure um, I, I don't think it was vouchers things that i got i got the the mario hat yeah you know yeah um and i got i got stuff like i think it was like ocarina of time um, ringtones, so basically some MP3 oh, yeah. sounds from Ocarina <laughs> yeah. Time, yeah. and yeah. wallpaper, Luigi wallpaper <laughs> for my phone. <laughs> and like, yeah. so I've no idea what resolution that even was, but yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is oh, I forgot about. Do you remember when ringtones was a just an industry? Just everything was about. Yeah, ringtones. everything is like. You know, dial this number to get your ringtones. And like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, adverts on TV for like, oh, get a crazy frog ringtone, or get get some farting pig version of the macarena on your phone. And weird. Because <laughs> like, that's just, largely that's what's going on. Um, but yes, yeah, so you can get ringtones and you can get wallpapers. Some of the stuff I got from there, um, it was just really poor quality. So there were. Uh, they were ridiculous things. Yes, occasionally, a, whatever a Samus statue would come up or a Link statue would come up, and you, you'd pretty much have to be buying 
every single big game when it came out to have anywhere near the multiple copies of it. Yeah, <laughs> just to get this overpriced um, link statue. So, some this, so there are a couple of key rings that I got. Uh, I think just because I could afford them, and 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 also like it's free to play bit in real life. Um, your stars would periodically expire. So you yeah. get an email saying, you've got this many stars about to expire. Like, All right, what can I get? And then, yeah, you'd pick up <laughs> Luigi wallpaper and a, uh, a fire emblem midi ringtone. Um, <laughs> one of the things I got was a, like a metal case that held four um, DS games. Uh, it's like a diamond and pearl uh, metal case, which uh, I still have. Um, but when it came, that sounds like a bargain if it was made from diamond and pearl. <laughs> yeah, it's made from diamond. But when it came, hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna find it. I think it's nearby. Um, when it turned up, here it is. Uh, it's this little DS look viewers, <laughs> look look viewers, <laughs> look at her wonderful diamond and pearl case. <laughs> and you flip it up. I held eight DS games. Set in oh, okay. Bonus. And on the front, you've got Dialga and Palkia, the legendary Pokemon from those games. And underneath Dialga, it says Pokemon version Diamante. And under <laughs> Palkia, it says Pokemon <laughs> version Palle. So uh, I think this is in Spanish. Which <laughs> was not. Was that your Spanish accent? It was a very Italian Spanish accent. Anyway, I didn't know. I was looking at it. Is that Spanish? Is it? it could be Dutch even. French, so fantastic! I've got a uh, French thing, but actually, this uh, this case saved uh, some games. So on the top of it, you can't see Pal- Pal- Palkia's face anymore um, because uh, our Billy bookcase was overloaded and collapsed, and the whole thing fell sideways and landed on this DS case. Um, but because it's made of metal. It didn't penetrate it, but now it's got like a bullet hole on the top. That's so, so cool. I know. Complaining about it, but actually, um, save some games. I'll put. I'll put if I remember. If I remember, what we on episode twenty-two? I'll put uh, a photo of that on the uh, when we tweet it out. Um. So that was the stars catalog. Yeah, picked up a couple of shit. But importantly, when you ordered it, you wouldn't have to pay. Right, you just cash in your stars. Uh, and then six to eight weeks later, we turn up at your door. Um, then they shifted, and now we have this bizarre multi-account system. So for a while, it was it was all over the shop because you had a different account for your DS. And then uh, if you were playing Pokemon and connecting to online or the dream world you had your yeah, the gts account the and... trainer account and then they kind of synthesized some of the stuff so you just had one nintendo account but then you had to create a different account for my nintendo which is where you can link um some of the stuff you do in the shop with uh that's when all the mobile phone stuff was coming out right yeah so uh me Tomo and um, all of those, um, all of those apps. Total nightmare. Anyway, so yesterday, yesterday on the European Nintendo European Twitter, um, they occasionally say, "Oh, here's this new item, uh, this new free item that, that that comes with." Oh, and then now we've got now, of course, you've got your Nintendo 
Switch online account. Um, so, you know, there are certain things you can only get if you're paying for Nintendo Switch online. It's quite yeah. a lot, actually, but it's it's a bit strange. And that, some of that includes access to, <laughs> access to limited edition things that they put through the Nintendo Switch online shop, which is different <laughs> from the Nintendo UK online store. <laughs> Fuck off! Just make it one fucking thing! Um, <laughs> Uh, and so I've got a couple of things to that. So I, yeah, so you berated me for this, but I did actually pony up for the Swiss. Swiss? Oh my god. The Swiss? The Swiss, the oh Swiss people? <laughs> pony up for the Swiss. The Swiss. Yeah, so the, the entirety of the Swiss came up on the Nintendo Online Store, and I had enough <laughs> points, so I thought. Just buy the I'll Swiss? Buy the entire, I'll buy the population of Switzerland, sure. Yeah, um, did, did you get a Nazi Nintendo. gold as well? <laughs> Nintendo, no, just the people, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, the Nintendo Switch NES controllers. Um, so you couldn't buy them. I mean, you can spend. Yeah, I remember berating you for this purely because yeah. they they've only they've got like a limited number of buttons. Oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a little annoying. So they're, not, so they're not universal. I also bought the SNES one as well. Um, and now, both of those things regularly come up uh, heavily discounted. So, stupid me for buying them. Um, however, I think as we discussed before, it is it is much better. When we played um, Super Mario Bros. 2, it was good to have a NES controller. It was, yeah. Yeah. Why is Super so, Mario Bros. 2? Why is Super Mario Bros. <laughs> is it... Dark, Dark Souls, Souls of Mario Kart. <laughs> Watch our YouTube video of uh, us playing Super Mario Bros. 2 to find out why it is the Dark Souls of Mario Kart. What um, YouTube video is so yes. that? <laughs> uh, sorry, it's our podcast, our second podcast? No, it's Super Mario World. We haven't done Mario Bros. 2. I do, but we just do that in real life. I thought we did it on podcast. Oh. Yeah, no, no, we did it in real oh. life. It was like... Yeah, uh, I came over and bought crisps. <laughs> awful, yeah. awful, awful crisps. Sorry, really I'm completely crisps. ruining your flow. <laughs> no, it's fine. You, you, that would yeah. have been a really good video. Um, so yeah, you'll never find out why Super Mario Bros. does the Dark Souls of America. Um, that's lost in, in the law. So, occasionally they offer these free things. They're not free. You're already paying for Nintendo Switch. Uh, online subscription and then you have to have enough points and the, the, re- the way you get points is you uh, every time you buy a game uh, and you make sure you claim the points if it's a physical game that adds gold coins and then there's numerous ways to generate silver coins so if you do these three things in Mario Run you get a handful of silver coins fucking log in some dual currency if <laughs> you log into my ah. Nintendo every week, you'll get some. If you advance the story of Fire Emblem Heroes, you get some. Uh, there's a whole bunch for Animal Crossing, and then you can use those dual currencies to then buy shit for all those apps. Or uh, you get software discounts for Wii U and Nintendo 3DS games, not Switch games. Um, and those will be specific. Uh, you can still buy things like uh, 
photo backgrounds for things, wallpapers. Okay. With these points. Um, and there's some other stuff I'm forgetting. So anyway, Nintendo of Europe, tweet out. We're now giving away this free. Uh, it's Dodo Airlines from Animal, the new Animal Crossing tote bag for free. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, for, well, not for, for 400 platinum points. And I have got, I've got the platinum points, fine. And, but what they don't tell you about this, and it's the same, they did something with Hanafuda cards and something else, is uh, you can use your points to get them, but you have to pay like eight quid postage. Um, and so there's a Splatoon shirt, there were some Splatoon posters for the final Splatfest. Um, and yesterday, this system did not work. Um, but because mm. we had so many accounts, <laughs> you got a, you got three web pages open. Uh, so you go to my Nintendo, and then you find it in the news. You go, that's the thing that I want. And you redeem your points, which gives you a code. You then it then has a list because we're PAL in the PAL region. Uh, there's a list of here's the web page you need. You click on that web page. It takes you to uh, the Nintendo online system shop. Uh, it would take you to the product page of the thing. But um, as it turns out, for the whole of yesterday and most of today, there was no button to add it to the cart. Oh, lovely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't clear what the problem was. It's so, great uh, when a like, store or a shop just doesn't have the button to actually allow you to buy the thing you want to buy. <laughs> to buy the thing you want to buy. So, okay, I can't add it to my cart, but I have this code. I can't put the code in anywhere. If you go to the checkout, it says you've got nothing in your bag. Anyway, total nonsense. Um, why did I start talking about that? Who knows? I can't remember. Um, <laughs> whilst I was there, <laughs> I remember, I remember. So yeah, whilst I was there, um, I saw that um, I could also redeem my points for a discount off of uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong Minis on the Move. Um, so I put that up for five pounds. Um, so, actually, the majority of the Donkey Kong games that I've played have been spin-offs, side games, or games that they cameo in, rather than the actual, um, rather than the actual games. Um, so I played Mario uh, and Rabbids on the Switch. Yeah. Um, which is really good, really, really good. Um, it's XCOM very... with uh, Mario uh, with the uh, Nintendo characters, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. rabbits, which is uh, you know is, is a cliche to say, um, but it, it's <laughs> probably one of the craziest collaborations. And you think, mm, would you wouldn't have predicted that a that would have worked, b that the game itself would have been good, or c that you know the collab out of that collaboration would come a uh, turn-based strategy game, which neither <laughs> Mario or the Rabbids games are. Um, but yeah, that's really good. I recommend it. It's nowhere near as advanced as um, XCOM and stuff. Have you have you played any in the XCOM type series? Um, I, I did, but I have no recollection of it. Like it was just <laughs> a game. It's such a placid. Uh, no, it's a beige game. I mean, I know it's not beige, it's all fucking sci-fi sort of dystopian and all that sort of stuff, but um, like, it just sort of immediately ejects from my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I yeah, it just doesn't... 
care or remember it really. It's just like, oh, you've got to play XCOM. It's really good. <laughs> and yeah, it was one yeah. of these ones I own somewhere and have installed, but just didn't. Yeah, there's many other games I should have um, <laughs> installed instead. You know, <laughs> Divinity Two. <laughs> yeah, that's disgust. Um, so that's really good. Uh, and then yeah, the Mario, the M- Mini Mario, also confusingly known as the Mario vs Donkey Kong kind of side spin-off where you play as the little toys. Have you played any of those? No. Okay. Well, there's one that you can play for free, and I recommend it. Well, you won't, but I recommend no. it. Uh, it's a free game. Um, so, do you remember on the Wii U and the 3DS, there were a bunch of... Hey, we know you've all bought Amiibos, and there's not really much for you to do with them. Uh, so, here's <laughs> some games that you can play by tapping your Amiibos. Yeah. Um, so the one on the Wii U was so just shit. So now say you've got three amiibos, you tap your amiibo on the Wii U and it will give you uh, time limited like you know, so you'll you'll play the first thirty seconds of Metroid. Oh God! Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember and then, this. <laughs> and then that's it. And then and then you you tap your second amiibo, and it will it will unlock three little scenes you can play in. Uh, I don't know. F zero. You can play thirty seconds of F zero on three different levels. Um, so the equivalent to that, sort of, when they released the. Mario series of Amiibos, so the ones with the red bases, uh, was a game called Mini Mario and Friends Amiibo Challenge. And the reason why I'm recommending the download um, is because I know you have all of those Amiibos. Inverted commas. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's stupid because it, it, it's essentially it's a really nice like mini, mini Mario game. Uh, where each of the characters has different skills. You know, Toad can squeeze them, so they walk automatically. So you have a look at a level, and there'll be jumps, and there'll be fire traps, and there'll be girders, and there'll be blocks you have to move. Uh, so once you tap your character, it will just walk in a straight line. And then if it's Mario, when it hits a wall, it will jump up and jump off. If it's Peach, it'll just turn. I can't remember what Peach does. She turns around and, and does something else. Um, and so you kind of, you know, you fill out the level on the fly by moving around um, and try and get your little character to a goal um, whilst picking up other stuff. It's fun. It's a nice, it's a nice um, fun game, but it's it's so scuzzy because if you have, for example, if you've just got the Toad Amiibo, um, you can play the first two levels and then it unlocks uh, like a road. So you can imagine Super Mario yeah. World, that yeah. road. Which basically means you, can you need the... to have uh, another yeah. amiibo in that series so you can play the next bit. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah. Yeah. So you can play the five toad levels, uh, and then in each level there's two cards to pick up, and you need those cards to unlock the levels on, which is essentially you know, like Star Island. Oh, um, right. Okay. Yeah. 
So in order to see the whole thing, you need all 12 of the Mario series Amiibos. <laughs> so Super funny. scuzzy. I think, yeah, like, um, the use of Amiibos, in, especially in the games, is, is really weird. Um, the weirdest one, and the most use that I've had of one, is in Mario Odyssey. Um, oh, yeah. And quite oddly, if you just tap um, Peach, you just get full life. <laughs> can you do it multiple times? Just like once yeah. a day? Yeah, yeah, no, no, you can do it as much as you want. I think I don't even think there's that much of a cooldown on it. Okay, I, I can't tell you off the top of my mind, but all I remember is like being in a boss fight and thinking, "I just need to have Peach," you know, and then tap her and, "Uh oh, look, there's me full health again." Um, it's like it's like a fifteen pounds cheat code. Yeah, although I think I got all of mine as gifts, so happy days. Oh, okay, <laughs> but yeah, still. Like that is literally when I was playing um, Mario Odyssey, I was playing it with a little peach doll beside me, constantly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, uh, yeah, I love I love them. Uh, it has little statues. Uh, I think it's fun, um, especially because uh, in the UK we've we've historically just been starved of games game related merchandise. So it's, it's like. Uh, a nice thing that we can actually have a little physical dollies of uh, the characters that we love. But yeah, it's endlessly disappointed that we don't they don't do more with them. So there are some games like um, Fire Emblem Warriors, where every day you can tap an amiibo and you get some random gear. Same is true in Resident Evil Revelations 2, and there's a couple of other games that do that. Um, yeah, there's just so much more. Yeah, I, I mean, like, uh, Breath of the Wild is fucking nuts. Like, if you were to do the dailies in Breath of the Wild for all of the amiibos that it can do, is absolutely, it's not even a, a, a nice thing. You know, it's like, you have to switch your skill to be, you know, like, I can now use things um, use amiibos, so you switch that to your skill. You tap an amiibo on, and a chest falls from the sky. Then yeah. you have to tap another amiibo on, and there can only be a certain number of chests on the screen, screen as well. <laughs> and you can just you just do this over and over and over and over until you've got like a full inventory of the best weapons possible, and you do this every day, and it's like. What is this game? Why have they not thought this through? <laughs> like this is not the first time a daily quest has been done, you know. Ugh. And it's uh, and the the tapping of amiibos is not fun. That's what I don't. You know, it's not. It, there's nothing fun about it. And um, similar thing with Fire Emblem Warriors. Um, it's just the just the. I mean, this is a really niche complaint. But just the way you do it is so important. You, know, you have to go to the special section and then you find the amiibo setting and you press yes and then it'll say tap an amiibo and you tap an amiibo and then the, the menu will disappear and then you have to click again on the amiibo button and it will say tap an amiibo. It's like, for fuck's sake, you know, you're either the kind of person who has one or two amiibos that you're going to tap or 
Well, you're the kind of person who's sitting there with 40, and you're going to tap all 40, right? You're you're living the best life by making the most out of Amiibos, and you have to go this really Well, best life is debatable there. <laughs> well, if, you know, if you've decided to, you know, actually, I, I am going to invest in, in, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to use this Amiibo system that comes with this game, um, just let me just rapid fire do it. Jesus Christ. I do, yeah. I do like the, the Smash stuff and they they keep sneaking in i don't know if you saw we're not talking about donkey Kong anymore i don't know if you saw <laughs> uh, there was an, there was an update yesterday for smash brothers um and they're just constantly tweaking quality of life so now you can uh randomly you can there's a random level select um but you can choose whether you want you know uh just a, any random stage or a random battlefield stage or a random amiga stage Whereas before, you couldn't, you know, you'd have to pick those. Or if you had random, you could only have the random full yeah. version of the level, which is nice. Uh, and they did some cool stuff. They have been doing some cool stuff with the Amiibos. So um, you can now send them on journeys. So um, unfortunately, it's not great because you have to sit and watch a bar of your Amiibo off in the world fighting. And then you can choose whether or not you want to see the match that just happened. So it's a bit slow. Um, but they had some tournaments, some online tournaments, uh, where you could fight with your amiibo. And that was super fun. <laughs> cool. So you you and your amiibo kind of buddied up to take on somebody else and their amiibo online. That was good. So that's probably some of the best integration I've seen. Uh, anyway, so I recommend, I do reckon, if you have some of the Mario amiibos and you are truly bored, uh, Mario, mini Mario and Friends. It is in its heart a good game, but it's very scuzzy. Um, <laughs> I downloaded Mario vs Donkey Kong Minis on the Move, um, and again, that's a fun, a fun little game. So you're uh, you are looking at like a little tile set, and then your little clockwork Mario will pop up out of a pipe, and then on the right hand side you've got tiles to fit in, so you kind of have to put a route together. Um, for Mario on the fly, uh, and then once the route's complete, he'll march off to the to the goal pipe, and there are three M's to pick up. Um, so it starts really simple, and the first five levels are really straightforward, um, but then you get tile pieces where you can dump your other tile pieces into it to give you a magical tile, which will automatically link two pieces because you've got kind of fixed tile shapes coming out. Anyway, fun. Um, but again, uh, it ended up me being yet another Donkey Kong adjacent game that I'm playing rather than a a, a, a main Donkey Kong uh, <laughs> game. Yep. Yeah. But um, one thing we haven't talked about is the weird lineage in um, Donkey Kong. It's like it's all a big family. They're all related or sort of. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure about where it all fits in. Like, I think like is it Grandpa Kong or whatever he is? It's actually the original Donkey Kong that was in the thing that was throwing barrels at Jumpman. Yeah, so, like yeah. That. Donkey Kong Country opens up with Cranky Kong standing on the red girders from the original Donkey Kong game, uh, playing the gramophone, which plays that cool little ditty from the beginning of uh, Donkey Kong, and then Donkey Kong jumps down with his... Ghetto Blaster, which is so painfully 90s. Um, <laughs> I think I think there's some discussion as to whether um, Donkey Kong is 
the Donkey Kong Jr. from Donkey Kong Jr. Um, or whether there's another generation in between. Okay. <laughs> and then, I'm, I'm um, sure the the the, the, <laughs> the online forums are filled full of um, great intellectuals debating that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's you know. Uh, Diddy Kong Band 99 has put together this amazing graphical timeline of when all the games occur uh, and the spin-off games and the ones which are alternate dimension. Fortunately, well, I don't know because I've never actually, I've not played many of the main series games. They have this stupid ex- extended cast, right? Where you've got Candy Kong, Funky Kong, Swanky Kong, uh, all of that lot. Um, but unlike Sonic games they've just kept them in the background and they've not come to the forefront okay um, or had many have had their own games I think. and then uh diddy kong and what's her face oh god what is her Dix- face Di- dixie kong dixie yeah yeah dixie, dixie kong. kong yeah uh did you ever play diddy kong racing no. No, me neither. It's a uh, poor man's Mario Kart. It's <laughs> 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 poor man's Speed Freaks. Um, uh, but I did, <laughs> I did like. Uh, um, what is it? When Diddy Kong and Fox encounter Rayquaza in um, Super Smash Brothers Subspace Emissary Mode. That was Go a classic that I didn't think. So there's a little cutscene. So the uh, subspace emissary spends a lot of time in whatever the Donkey Kong jungle. So you actually, it's weird to see Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong get quite so much play. Yeah. Uh, oh, five oh. Uh, and then yeah, one of the one of the cool cutscenes before we fight before you fight the Pokemon Rayquaza is a. Uh, 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 Diddy Kong's just walking along and then Rayquaza has a go at him and then he's saved by um, Fox from Star Fox and R-Wing okay which is just so cool, it's just so cool. Like, okay yeah um, <laughs> mental okay it's interaction I never thought I wanted to see until I saw it and that's yeah, kind of cool <laughs> fair enough okay yeah. um so what else should we talk about Donkey Kong wise? Is there anything else? I don't know. It's one of those I don't know. Do you have a game series like it where you like it and you like the characters and you like the music but you've not actually really engaged with it very much? No, there's probably a ton of them to be honest. Like I could look at I'm my really, catalogs. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I'm really fond of it, and I get excited when there's an announcement, uh, you know, or or when um, uh, you know when King K. Rule, for example, was announced for Smash. I was like, oh, yeah. he's in it. Uh, <laughs> I've never played against him. I've never got to the, <laughs> never got to him as a boss in any of the games. Uh, but you know, glad he's in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of I suppose uh, probably a, a good that. example of me doing that would be like Final Fantasy 13. Like I played it, played through it, did some of the end game stuff. I really enjoyed 13 too, 
and then I was super stoked, super excited for Lightning Returns. I think I played it for an hour. And then I was like super excited about like all of the, you know, real world fashion Lightning was doing to promo the game and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, just just uh, done. Not played it. <laughs> Not gonna play it. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> wait wait until it's ten years away and then uh get back to it. And, uh, I think it probably is yeah. about ten years away now. I mean we're on what Final Fantasy sixteen nowadays. Uh, yeah, I guess. I've heard nothing hang about hang that. Is that. I I literally that have the work? box in my hand right now. Like 2013. <laughs> wow. Okay. So another another two another three years, and then you can. Yeah, I can play it legitimately. Go, <laughs> and go back to it and go. Oh my god, is this what 2010 RPGs are like? I or I could buy it, buy it for another system as well. Buy it for the Steam. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the yeah, that's the classic Richie thing to do. Wait, I don't know. Wait until the bundle comes out. The Final Fantasy Thirteen retrospective bundle comes out. Then buy it, but don't download it. Yeah, <laughs> I own it. I'm happy I own it. I'll get the bundle <laughs> for. Even though I completed everything in Final Fantasy, you know, uh, Thirteen Two. I'll get the bundle with it in there as well, you know, just in case I ever yeah. fancy playing it on the PC <laughs> yeah. for the entirety never... of the 150 hours that I've spent on it. <laughs> but you wouldn't ever just jump into Lightning Returns because you're like, well, I'd have to play through them in order. <laughs> Even though I have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Right. Um, I think let's 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 call it for now unless there's anything more you wanted to say yeah no that's it just uh, yeah, I appreciate Don Killian's out there uh, and there's lots of ways for people young and old to get their hands on some free Donkey Kong content fucking so, hell is Nintendo paying you do it. <laughs> yeah they are after my rave review <laughs> my rave <laughs> review of their online online shop system oh there's one more thing that I, that I didn't say about the stars thing um, is that uh, unlike Japan and North America, we got hardly anything in the Stars catalogue. Uh, oh no, we got fuck all. So, we got fucking. Uh, what did the British public like? Ringtones. Yeah, no, like, fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, in mean, Japan and America, there'd be um, there'd be CDs. There would be uh, whole games. That's why I was talking. So the Game and Watch. There was a Game and Watch compilation game that came out and was only available um, through the Nintendo Stars catalogue. I don't think it ever came to the EU. Uh, and so I was like, oh, I really would have liked to have played through Donkey Kong Jr. or Snoopy Tennis, although I don't think Snoopy Tennis was on there probably. Um, and I thought that was it. I thought that's my one chance it's gone. But then um, years later, they released a lot of them as individual downloads on the um, Nintendo shop. So I did end up picking up. That's why I started talking about the shitty shop. Okay, yeah. Good. <laughs> Close the circle. Close the circle. Right. See you. Bye, Farley. Goodbye. Bye.